The Lord be with you. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to John. Peter turned and saw the disciple following whom Jesus loved, the one he had also reclined upon his chest during the supper, and it said, Master, who is the one who will betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus said to him, What if I want him to remain until I come? What concern of it is yours? You follow me. So the word spread among the brothers that the disciple would not die. But Jesus had not told him that he would not die, just, What if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is it of yours? It is the disciple who testifies to these things and has written them, and we know that his testimony is true. There are also many other things that Jesus did, but if these were to be described individually, do not think the whole world would contain the books that would be written. The Gospel of the Lord. So we have a lot going on in today's Gospel, and very appropriate for our theme uh, of spiritual childhood. Uh, Actually, very, very appropriate in some of the things we're going to talk about later today, but since I don't want to give them away, I'm not going to get into that as much, is looking a little bit at the figures of both John and Peter in line or in respect to some of the things we talked about. And we talk about this idea of spiritual childhood and being aware of and allowing ourselves to experience the love of God the Father. Probably next to Our Lady in Scripture, there's no other better testimony to this or example than John, John the Evangelist, who was the beloved apostle um, in his innocence, in his simplicity, uh, but also in that vulnerability of allowing Jesus to love him and Jesus bringing him in and allowing him to rest his head on his chest. He gives us a great example of what it is like to allow the Lord to love us for who we are, not for what we do. John, at this point, hasn't done anything spectacular. He hasn't preached the gospel. He hasn't gone and uh, talked about others or written anything. But the Lord still loves him, chose him for who he is. And of course, he's done the same thing with Peter. Peter didn't do anything to earn his spot as an apostle. Jesus chose him. Nor did he do anything to become the first pope, for Jesus to choose him to feed his sheep. And what's amazing, as we're going to sort of see later on, he didn't do anything to lose it either. I mean, if there's anybody in the apostles, Jesus should have said, I'm had it with you, you're an idiot, you don't know what you're doing, you keep messing up, I'm kicking you to the curb. It's Peter. But he didn't do that. Peter failed over and over and over again, but the Lord gave him chances to repent and continue to love him and never stripped his mission, never stripped his authority away from him. So we're going to look a little bit more at that as uh, time goes on. But it is sort of interesting uh, to see the dynamic here of Peter asking about John. And we can conjecture, possibly, maybe Peter's doing a little competing and defeating, maybe a little comparing and despairing, comparing himself to John, comparing himself to his mission. What about him? Is he going to live forever? Is he going to not die? What's, what's going on here? And what is Jesus' response? 
What concern is it of yours? Leave it alone. You follow me. I've given you this task. I love you. I've given you this job. Focus on that. Quit worrying about other people. And so it's sort of the same thing that we talked about yesterday, that tendency in our own insecurities, and maybe this Peter's insecurity speaking, to begin comparing ourselves to other people, to begin despairing or to be competing defeating. And so what is the Lord's answer? The same thing. What if I want him to remain until I come? What if I want that person to have a better job? What if I want that person to have this great marriage? What if I want this person to have whatever? Because the truth of the matter is, all the people we compare ourselves to are probably comparing themselves to us and wondering why their lives are so miserable compared to ours. But ultimately, Jesus' response is the same. What concern of yours? Why are you concerned about this other person? You follow me, which is ultimately a way of saying, focus on what I've given to you. Focus on the blessings of the mission that you've received, that I gave to you. Because that's the true way of overcoming this comparing and despairing, this competing and defeating. Not only being aware of God, the Father's love for us, but also being much more thankful about the gifts that we have been given, about the calling we've received, about the blessings the Lord has given to us. And so whenever I think we find ourselves tempted to compare, tempted to beat ourselves up, or want to tear somebody's eyeballs out, what should we do? Think of Jesus. What concern of it is yours? You follow me. And looking at what the Lord has given to us, the path he's laid out for us, and spend some time thanking him for that. Lord, I thank you for the blessings you've given me. I thank you for even the trials you've given me, because I know they come from your hand. The more we're thankful for that, the more we're going to be able to live in the light of his love, the less likely we're going to be tempted to compare and despair, and the more willing we are going to be able to receive the Lord's mercy when we do fail, just as Peter did. Amen.